This podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the History Out of the Box team in their personal capacity. This podcast is meant for listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions, historical or otherwise, may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only, and due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. Darling. Yes, dear? You look quite lovely today. Thank you, my dear. So I was down, out and about. Mm -hmm. And do you know what I heard? What did you hear? So our neighbors, (laughs) they talked to us. They told me when I was out and about. They told me, Oh, you're so wonderful. Thank you so much for sending all of those gifts, those wonderful chocolates and cloths <laughs> and crackers and tea. Cloths and then crackers and tea, after see. they thanked me, kissed my, basically kissed the ground I walk on, they told me that Miss Bolin is up to some dastardly things. Oh, you don't say. I do say. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I say. You know how much I say? I say so much that I could get in trouble for telling you these things. But, oh, alas, I'll tell you anyway. Oh, thank you. Hmm. I have some gossip I must spread among my ladies in waiting. Well, do you have your tea ready? I and do. Maybe a biscuit? I don't know what they ate back then. I don't know what they ate back then. I, that was a I, that was a very cringe attempt at some British accents. This isn't even. It's not. They weren't even British accents. That wasn't supposed to be British. It, I don't even know what kind of accents those were. We aren't even historically accurate in this scene. Um, no, I think we were sort of. We were going we were, back to like the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that is was way further back than that. Well, welcome to the tenth episode of History Out of the Box, uh, according to all historians, scientists, uh, and maybe uh, your you know, I don't know, your your local history teacher. Uh, we are considered to be the only podcast, as far as I know, that attempts to connect our listeners with the ghost of uh, our collective past. Mm, so, the yeah, one and ghosts. Only. Yeah, ghosts, plural there. But yeah, yes. um, well, how are you? How was that? Did you like that little riff that we did, That the third time, by the way, we've done that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we did have a bit of some technical difficulties getting started. So we, we literally did that three. That was the third attempt. So that third must attempt, make yeah. you pretty excited that you didn't have to sit through the first and second well that I, was us after practicing i kept laughing because i think that people would just laugh before they talk back then historically uh, yeah yeah i, I hope am we i didn't, wrong i hope we didn't no. insult too many too many brits out there listen They're all we no. we love london <laughs> okay by the way i didn't even introduce myself i'm cam i'm jen and uh yeah uh none of those people that we were making fun of there a second ago are alive that's true we're talking they about the 1500s. Guys. Yeah, they don't talk. Everyone is long dead. They do talk like that still, but they don't act in the same way. There's no. a lot less, you know, weird kind of systematic things that were going on back then. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know what the rules were. The rules 1500s, were. 1500s? I mean. There were rules. It was a different time. I think. It was, yeah. That was 15, 
almost said 1500 years ago wow yeah. wow where's your brain today i don't know yeah just, no. just rolling that back through time Let, uh, who are we talking about let's yeah let's get down to the nitty-gritty about anne boleyn do you know By anything the way, about anne boleyn i don't know anything about anne boleyn when i yeah i don't know anything about nope. anne boleyn okay. yeah that one thing that I, I said this in another well actually i don't even have to say that because we didn't hear the other ones uh that whole scene in it when like it like he like is processing something and his eyes go in opposite directions you that's mean it the clown from it Stephen the clown King? yeah it the movie it um that was me so i know nothing about Anne Boleyn. i think Anne Boleyn is in the same time period as bridgerton so um no we're we're about 300 400 years off yeah so uh by the way we've talked about a lot of people um Obviously, the original Chad in the very beginning. George uh, Washington. Abraham Lincoln last episode, which was a hey. tremendously sad episode. Um, Lived a, a very difficult life. So because I have chronic silliness syndrome. Mm -hmm. We know. Is this a funny episode or a sad episode? It may have its moments. However, I think most people know Anne Boleyn because her life did end in tragedy. So... It will have its sad moments. And to be frank, Anne Boleyn is seen as a martyr and heroine of the English Reformation. A martyr and heroine, not in heroine, uh, and heroine. And heroine. Heroine is like female hero. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yes. I heard a, a martyr in heroine, and I was like, no, well, that's a and, way to go. Excuse me. Yeah. Let me pronounce my words and heroine. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, yeah. She had quite the life, and it ended very tragically. Cool. However, well, I I'm have, sure that you'll have your silly moments. You'll I have find ways. the best theme music for this then, so. Oh, well, hold it till the end. The, 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 no. Oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to go, go ahead. right away? All right. Well, uh, let's talk about the Queen Consort of England, second wife of King Henry VIII, the martyr and heroine, daughter, or, well, of the English Reformation, and her daughter was Queen Elizabeth I, by the way. Interesting. Do not know. Yeah. Born somewhere between 1501 and 1507, Anne was born in Norfolk at that Bolin home in B Blickling. Blickling. What a name for a city. No parish records mean no official date of birth, so these were dark times. We didn't actually get her official D.O.B. She was never born. She was born sometime within seven years. So period. they say. Uh, but it does seem more likely, at least to me, researching this, considering letter analysis and memoirs of people around her, that she was born in 1507. <gasps> so Sorry, yes. it fits. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fit with this A music. A long time yeah, ago. Gotcha. Uh, scholars bicker over it. Of course they do. She had an older sister named Mary, likely an older sister. We aren't 100% sure about that. Mm -hmm. And likely an older brother named George, who we'll talk about again later. <laughs> Uh, he was born in about 1504. Anne's parents were Thomas Bolin, and the, she he was the Earl of Ormond and Wiltshire, and Lady Elizabeth Howard, daughter of Thomas Howard, the second Duke of Norfolk. I feel what? like I'm being chased right now in a carriage. Well, that might have happened to Anne once or twice. It's just it's, it's uh, this is like this is intense. Yes, I, I'm I'm ready to to. We're running through her childhood right run, now. Run run. This is what they played when the main like lady in whatever timepiece show, My Mind Bridgerton, um, mm. when she would run from her husband to her lover. Oh, yes. I don't think that happened in Bridgerton, but sure. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. We're, again, 1500s. Different times. Yes. What do these titles mean, though? I don't know what they mean. No one knows. <laughs> but Anne's dad was a diplomat. 
and he was a favorite of King Henry VII of England. Is that something that you earned? Like, oh, I am a diplomat. Sometimes titles were given to or people, or did but you usually just familial. Give them to yourself. No, you didn't give them to yourself. They played usually this music. Usually, it was familial. Yes. Your family would let you come into the room. Her father was often sent abroad on special missions. Mm. Anne and her siblings were raised at Hever Castle in Kent, and they were of noble birth, with a long line of diplomats and aristocrats coming before them. So she was so, no peasant. So a whole bunch of uh, weird love triangle narratives. I'm sure. Yes. Very sure. In 1513, Anne was invited to go to the school with... Go to... Excuse me. I can't speak English today. I'm so sorry. And I'm speaking of an English queen. Anne was invited to go to school with Margaret of Austria, who was daughter of Maximilian of Austria, a.k.a. the future Holy Roman Emperor and regent to the Netherlands. She also uh, was there to be educated in grammar, spelling, writing, history, reading, math, all the works. Her family's genealogy, which was very important at the time because most people knew nothing about their genealogy. Got to keep that family lineage pretty strong yeah they all had that's one way to put it on their walls i bet point. they did she also became well versed in all the good domestic skills women must obtain of those times such as good manners household management needlework singing she also learned falconry and horseback riding as well which i think is pretty badass but you know she knew those how are, to cook a mean brisket if those they are, made brisket at the time those are dumb only those are dumb falconry and horseback oh dumb. no Okay. <laughs> Those aren't badasses or dumb. Now, Margaret of Austria had taken a liking to Anne and had a charm for Anne's father. Margaret called Anne la petite boulin and by all accounts was a well-spoken little girl. Anne remained in Margaret's household until 1513 when her father insisted that she instead be sent to attend to Mary, the sister of Henry VIII, who was soon to be wed to King Louis XII, the twelfth of France the following year. I had picked an intro song. Yes. That was long. It was. So it can end right at that moment. Now we just got to record the entire thing all oh over again. Oh my gosh, I, I, I'm it, so was, sorry. it was it was just it was It was my little English spiel uh, the ex, I couldn't speak. The execution just we was so close. We were so close to I mean the other one, the T one, that song is 6 minutes long. Wow. 6 minutes. We could play that song you might for have the next 6 minutes. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, it seems like Anne had a uh, um, a very uh, a very English upbringing. Well, not for long, because she's going to France. Anne was described as a young woman who was very slender, with long, straight, and thick dark hair, dark brown eyes, average height, a strong nose, an olive complexion, and a wide mouth with slim lips. What is a weak nose? Have you ever heard someone get a weak nose description? I think strong nose is a nice way of saying big, big nose. Like, like what, I think so. Well, I mean, I just, I've never heard. I think you and I have like weak noses. I have a weak nose. Because we have little button noses. Yeah. I have a little weird little button <laughs> nose. That, like, yeah, is that I even think, a nose? I think a strong nose is what they call like a Roman nose. That Roman? I thought it'd be more like. No, a, like, like the Julius Caesar Like an nose. Adam Driver nose. Like, he got a strong bridge. Yeah, he's got a strong nose. I like Adam Driver. I'm just saying, like, his nose is a quality that if we had, if I had to utilize it, I would. Okay, well. I wish I could swap she, noses. She had a strong nose, too, apparently. 
She was also said to have a sharp tongue, but a brilliant and charming demeanor. She mm. loved dice, games, drinking wine, and archery. And Why was... does this sound like you? Oh, God. Dice, well, let's hope games, I don't end the same drinking, way. and archery. <laughs> that does sound like some Are of my favorite Anne things. Are you Anne Boleyn? Well, maybe in another life. She was also a graceful woman among other people. Opinions seem to differ about how conventionally attractive she actually was. Mm. Most do say she was beautiful, but it's also said that maybe her charm really got her ahead a few notches. Um, I don't know. I've seen pictures, but by all accounts, it kind of varies. Like, yeah, but their photos are it's purely well, paintings. Yeah, they're paintings. And, and it's like, uh, are every they painting was Who bad. Knows? I mean, look at we we. We talked about OG Cleopatra. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. That woman was very attractive. Oh, that was very nice of you to say. I'm sure, I, I know you're shaking your head right now, but I'm sure her ghost is jumping for joy in whatever. She saw me shake my whatever head. Whatever tomb she's, she's in, not. in yeah. case. You know, there's right like now. off topic, there's like what, like five or 10 other tombs in the, the pyramids that we just can't get to. Did you know that? No, but it doesn't surprise above, me. Above. Did you know it's the Sphinx up. had a hole in the head of it? And it's now been enclosed. Oh, I wonder why. I don't know. It's probably because they have the Ark of the Covenant in there. I think so. I saw Indiana that. I saw Jones. that in the documentary Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's a true story. It's my second favorite documentary to National Treasure. So she she was not attractive, but her personality was. Now where are we going from here? Okay. Well, later, fifty years after her death, a oh. propagandist actually one that blamed Anne for England's separation from the Catholic Church, described her as this in a very unreliable, nasty way. Wait, can I, can I do the voice? Can I do the Go voice? Go for it. Anne Boleyn was rather tall of stature with black hair and an oval face of a sallow complexion. As if troubled with jaundice, it is said she had a projecting tooth under her upper lip and on her right hand six fingers. There was a large way under her chin, and therefore, to hide its ugliness, she wore a high dress covering her throat. She was handsome to look at with a pretty mouse. Oh, Perry the Platypus! I'm Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautifully said. I was just a, a voice I thought would work. That description is pretty popular, but also seen as very, probably, inaccurate. He didn't seem to like her very much. Well, yeah, he's Dr. Do Doofenshmirtz. So? He doesn't he like anyone. Six fingers. His only friend is Perry the Platymus. I mean, I, like, yeah. did you ever watch that? Did you ever watch that show? No. You never watched that show? I'm sorry, I didn't. Hilarious. Hilarious show. <sighs> I was watching Avatar The Last Hand, Airbender. Bro, anyway, anyway, it was on Disney. I thought oh. you'd, yeah, yeah exactly. I didn't like You're Disney. not a real Disney fan. You're not a real Disney fan. Yeah, Neither am I, but uh, it takes one to know one. Anyway. Anne was maid of honor to Queen Mary of France and then to her stepdaughter, Queen Cloud, for seven years. She became well-versed in all things French, including the alluring game of courtly love. French fries. Yes, she knew all about French fries. She showed great interest in religion reform, poetry, mm. literature, and French culture. And later, the ladies of England would take many cues from Anne regarding French etiquette. She was a French girl. You know, she could have just lied about all of that. She could have just lied about all of it, told all of her English friends who weren't really her English friends because they thought that she had, and I quote, a projecting tooth from her upper lip. Um, she could have just lied about it all. Mm. She could have been the world's first troll. Maybe. She was a devout Christian who championed mm. the vernacular Bible and later held the position that the papis papacy? Papacy. Thank you. Sorry, I can't. It's not papyrus. Pa the pap I want to say papyrus. No, you knew it's it. papacy. The papacy was a corruption of Christianity. 
And by 1521, her father had called her back to England and she left France for good. But let's talk about meeting her future husband-to-be, King Henry VIII. Have you heard of him? Know good, who that good is? Good timing. Good timing on the music. It yes. changed. That was good. Anne was called back to marry her cousin, actually. His name was James Butler from Ireland, and he had moved to England. Who he had moved to England to be in court. The marriage, as all romantic unions were at the time, was just meant to be a settlement over land disputes between Anne's father and the family in Ireland. Oh, that's fair. Now, King Henry, he uh, arranged it because he feared that the dispute would cause a civil war in Ireland. Why, why is it, and I'm saying this as an American, but also I have cultural lineage from my home country of Ireland. Why is it mm -hmm. that we are, because you're Gaelic, Mm -hmm. Why are we always at war? Why are we always at war? Okay, we got a what is it? Have you met our people? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense we, that we're at we war all the time. To fight. We Why? love to fight. Why? We, we've got know, green rolling like hills. Fight. Green, beautiful rolling hills. What we is have green shamrocks. rolling hills without a good fight? We've got fairies. Fairies. I know. We've got Lucky Charms, I arguably love, one of the best cereals. I love Ireland so much. What, what is it? that prevents us from being at peace? Our own selves. No, not possible. Irish are amongst the greatest Our people. abundance of potatoes. No, that's not true either. We've always had struggles with that. I'm just <laughs> saying, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We've got to come together. We've got to be friends. No, we're only friends with each other. When no. we're not. We're not enemies. friends with each other. When we're, Civil not war, yeah. <laughs> when we're not enemies, we're friends. Okay, well, that, uh, that's, that's all you need to know. I'm just glad I ended my uh, my 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 point on the end of the song. Yeah. So. Henry knew Anne's father and Anne's dowry would be enough to placate one side of this land dispute. However, it seems that Thomas Bolin actually had a change of heart because the marriage arrangements dropped very suddenly without any significant reason documented. But mm. Anne was back home. So during this time, Anne's older sister, Mary, was being a naughty girl. Naughty girl. She was the first mistress of Henry VIII's, regardless of her being married to a noble at the time. And Anne was soon in court as well, serving Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Like the book? Yes, like the book. Dragons. Yeah, dragons. Yeah. Well, well that one's spelled with an E. Wait, but... Did dragons exist <laughs> in the 1500s? I don't know. But Ask the right people and they tell you that they definitely did. Was Anne Boleyn a servant to a dragon queen hybrid demon lady? Daenerys Targaryen? But, uh, it, George Washington. Oh. Was he He's still always making an appearance. traveling through time? Strangling? I, ah, these questions and more will be answered in this episode. Okay. Of history out of the box. <laughs> I'll try my best to discern if there were dragons uh, at the time. Uh, obviously, there were no dragons at the time. Okay. okay. I, I know from historical reference point, the movie Reign of Fire with uh, with uh, oh my gosh, that Matthew movie. McConaughey and, and Christian Bale. I remember. Uh, I know. And one of the best movies ever made. The movie's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, very interesting positions McConaughey had on weaponry at that time that he no longer has. But with that being said, I still think... Dragons obviously were defeated. I mean, we, that was said in the movie. And because history is a circle, we just go in a circle. That happened hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. And now here we are again, 2022, Anne Boleyn's in 1500s. Dragons were killed. 
accurately by historical reference by Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey in the early thousand to eight hundred AD. Maybe mm. beforehand. Might have been right around when Jesus was alive. Was no, we're ages. not sure. We don't know. Okay. Don't know. Interesting. Video. Joe Rogan, historian, asked if Jesus was a real person. Historian said Yeshua, common name. Probably did exist. But was he raising people from the dead? We don't know. That was basically something I saw on Joe Rogan. That's why I brought up Jesus. <laughs> I don't know where that went or where it was coming Dr- from. Back back to dragons. Oh, no, let's dragons. Are we in agreement that dragons likely has around? six letters? Oh no, six letters, right? Dragon, six letters. Okay. Yeshua. Okay. All right. Does that have six letters? I don't know how to spell that, and I'm not gonna even I'm writing it down. It. All right. Well, while you write one, that two, down. three, four, five, six, six letters. Okay. There's well, a connection. Oh, good to know. This has nothing to do with that because this is also in the 1500s uh-huh. and Jesus was apparently alive 1500 Dragon. years before that. Dragon. All right. Well, anyway, Anne was serving Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon, and many young men were competing for her as she was seen as one of the most stylish and accomplished young ladies in court. Aragon. Dragon, six letters. She wore French clothes, sang and danced beautifully, played musical instruments, spoke fluent French. She seemed to love the attention in group settings because she always got it. French, six letters. Okay. It's all lining up, all of it. She entered a secret betrothal with Henry Percy, son of the Earl of Northumberland. 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 We we gave it a good shot. It's the... uh, Proceeding company to Timberland. Oh, I see. Yeah. It ended when his father didn't approve. Uh, but by 1526, King Henry VIII himself was obsessed with his lady's or his wife's lady in waiting. She resisted him for a while, often going back home to Hever Castle to get away from him for short periods of time. That sounds predatory. Yeah. Well, like when the king has his eyes on you, you got to play your cards right. He would often write her letters that also suggest that they did not consummate any sort of sexual relationship for a very long time. And it was about seven years of her refusing to be his mistress. But eventually he did propose marriage and she accepted. And that's why short kings and kings all around just keep on keeping on. I have to wonder like. Wear them down. What do you do when the it's 1500s and the king is chasing your tail like none other how do you say no to him? Especially if he might be part dragon. No one knows. Uh, no one knows. How do you How do you say no? I'm not sure. In no. that time period, it's not like you could send a text, hey, we're not working. Beep, 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 beep. Yo, hey, it's just Kinda not scary. working out. I'd be scared of him. Uh, I th- Well, okay. So, yes, I would too. I'm scared of him now. Mm. Well, he's dead too. Well, as far as we know. As far as we know. There were seven others of him. We saw his grave. There were seven more we of him. We visited his grave. Do you remember this? I do remember this. There were seven others of him. Where did they go? Where were all the other Henrys? Did he take them all out? Well, he's famous because he had a lot of wives. Yeah, well, sure. But my point being is there that he he's one of the few humans in history that's been able to replicate himself. So all I'm saying is if, if we're like literally, so all I'm saying is if there's seven others of him, the likelihood that they may have been Connected with George Washington to time travel through space time mm-hmm. and either save or destroy 
the time as we understand it. The, 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 the possibility is seven times, eight times more than otherwise would have been had he was had he been only Henry the one. I see. Yeah. That's a really great correlation you just did there. You know what? This is supposed <laughs> to be entertaining, okay? And I'm I, trying my best. Yes, yes, I know. I'm I trying know. my best. This, we're only, we're, we're almost halfway through the notes of Anne Boleyn's very, very complicated life. And we are only 23 minutes in. So I've got to fill space. I know. This is like the 10 minute YouTube videos where they just, they, they have an empty screen. No, for two minutes. I'm just kidding. We don't want to do that. We will make it fun. Of course. Yes. Henry. We talked about dragons. Did have seven people before him. You're right. Seven Henrys. I'm just saying it would be crazy to sit there and have the king. First of all, she refused him for seven years. Where did all the other Henrys go? Did they die? Were they around at the same they time? They were his family. Yeah, but were they there? I mean, if he had. No, they were dead. He was How king. do you know? If, he, if, if his father. I looked it up. All of them were dead. All of the Henrys were dead. His family. His father was King Henry the seventh. And before him? Probably the sixth. And before him? I don't, I don't know. I'm just. The fifth? Oh my gosh. We don't care about that. Uh, okay. That's harmful. That's In hurtful. this story, we don't hurtful. care about hurtful. them. Hurtful. Um, are you related? No, it's just hurtful. I was going to hope that there is some like lineage there so we can get yeah. in where, uh, what's his in name? what? Where Prince Harry jumped out. We can squeeze in. They're all connected? Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. The royal family is stretches lineage. all the way back to that. Holy cow! Yeah, it's um, it's kinda not, weird. it's it's kind of not direct to King Henry the Eighth, but yes, they are like related. It's the same family line, the bloodline. Yes, you didn't know that. We've really progressed a lot technologically over the last few years. You know, I I don't know exactly how it works. I don't think it's directly Henry the Eighth. I think it's like siblings. I've looked this up before, but yes, technically they are of the same descent. Isn't that interesting? Let's move along. How about that? So Anne Boleyn being chased by King Henry. She was the other woman. There were seven other King Henrys. Yes, but this maybe we're, we're all, just talking about Henry the Eighth. Maybe all of them are dragon people. Um, Henry the Eighth. Henry chased. wanted out of his marriage to Catherine of Aragon. That is obvious. She was sent to England to marry his brother anyway in the beginning before she married him, and he had an untimely death. Uh, but <laughs> all deaths are untimely. He was got sick because oh. it was very easy to get sick then. Oh yeah. And they didn't consummate any marriage. So it was seen as legal for her to marry the brother instead. So all of their children between Catherine and Henry had died in infancy, except for Mary later, Mary of Scots, who would be another really interesting person to do a podcast on. But Henry really wanted a son to avoid any disputes to the throne down the road. Catherine, because it's all Catherine's fault, wasn't providing him with the son he wanted, and God must hate their marriage because of this. Therefore, he must get an annulment. Mm. But the Pope did not approve that of that. That sounds like a really sound strategy. I think you know? so. Yeah. It worked out for him. There's a lot to this, but essentially, if his marriage was annulled, his daughter Mary would be bastardized. And Anne sort of sees this opportunity, which is probably a little ugly of her, just a little bit. She did not join Henry in bed yet, but she began taking a seat next to him in policy and in state. And we should really do an episode on good old Henry VIII as well, because there's a lot there. You got to figure out where are the other, all the other seven <laughs> went. So. But this whole annulment from his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, in order to marry Anne caused a lot of issues with the Church of England and the Pope and the blah, 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 all the stuff. And without getting in the weeds there, it did work out for Henry in that at least that 
initial sense. Boy was the king. It always works out for the king. Always. Yeah. Almost always. Catherine was banished from court. She was stripped of her title of Queen of England. And Anne was given her rooms. Sucks to be Catherine. What happened to Catherine? She went away. Where? Well, we'll talk more about that. But she went up. uh, I don't know. She just wasn't in London anymore. They just sent her away. Yeah. She was stripped of her title. Annulled. Marriage annulled. She was from Spain, I believe. But yeah. Catherine's a Spanish name. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I might need to double check that. I'm pretty sure she was from Spain. But anyway, Anne helped England gain favor with France very quickly. She heavily influenced her future husband's every move very early on. And they then secretly wed on November 14th, 1532. And very quickly, Anne was preggers. Maybe a little too Yeah, you could have said pregnant. Well, she was extremely pregnant. (laughs) Very fast. (laughs) Just... What? I couldn't say preggers. Just a little bit of slang. Just... <laughs> oh, King Henry. <laughs> and, and, and got pregnant. This is the way you said the and got preggers, bro. This the the way you said that was so I'm I'm listening. And all of a sudden, you throw in the the millennial slang. I'm sorry. Yo, what up, dog? (laughs) I'm trying to appeal to the younger generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. They know what preggers means. Well, they also know what pregnant means. But anyway. To legalize their marriage, Henry and Anne then had a second private ceremony in London on January 25th, 1533. And it was only the following May when Archbishop finally declared Henry's previous marriage null and void to Catherine and Anne's legitimacy as wife to King Henry VIII. And she was formally crowned king, not king, queen consort on June 1st, 1533 at Westminster Abbey. Have we been there? Yes. We have. Oh, it was the one with the gate in front. Yes, the one with the gate in front. Gate, all of them have gates in front, <laughs> yes. yeah. But it is the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is in London. Hmm. Now, let's talk about uh, when Anne's queen. She's queen now. Queen consort is actually the official official title. She was crowned with the famed St. Edward's crown. I even added a picture here for your viewing enjoyment. It's incredible that that thing has stayed around for as long as it has. It's quite expensive, you don't say. Uh, mm-hmm. It probably smells. Well, they keep it in like perfect condition. No, but I know. But prior to keeping it in a little glass box. Well, just to describe it for those who don't know what it looks like. If you think of a crown, it's the one you think of. Yes. And uh, it's literally it's, it's on, like very extreme looking. It's it's when you play like the 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 online chess. It's the it's the king's. It's crown, got fur the around the rim. It's gold with jewels and a big purple like. Yeah, it bag looks, in it, the middle. It looks hilarious. It, yeah, it's very it's, it's very theatric looking. looking, right? Hilarious looking. It was usually only worn by monarchs and not consorts, but she was just a special gal. It's the centerpiece of the crown jewels in the United Kingdom still. What do to I feel like day? she was a bridezilla? That's how she got it. What do I feel like she was bridezilla? Well, no. So this is what happened. Uh, it's thought that she got to wear this crown because she was very visibly pregnant at the time and everyone was under the impression it was a boy. Yeah, distract the, distract them with the crown and no one mm. asked questions. Is well, that no, why? No, no, no. They didn't care about that because she was oh. she was married. It was because wow. they expected 
that she had the heir apparent to the throne in her uh, belly. Because it was a boy. Uh, because we need a boy. So he's already wearing the crown. Basically. And he's in the She's womb. wearing the crown because the, the direct descendants in her stomach and her uterus. And that's why that, she got that's the crown. Some, that's some gangster shiz. Yeah. Well, the crown is still on display today in the Tower of London. It's a centerpiece of the crown jewels of the United Kingdom. It is 22 karat gold, 26 inch in, inches in circumference, 12 inches tall, and weighs a little over four and a half pounds. And you get to wear that thing on your head. That's nice. heavy. Four and a half pounds? On your head. A big old bobblehead with yeah. this going back and forth. But um, yeah, so she got to wear that thing. What do you think? Should we take a break? Yeah, we should take a break. I... Yeah, I'm not set on my fin my feelings or opinion of Anne Boleyn. Um, very much, um, very much in a very uh, <laughs> judgmental point of view. <laughs> Man, we're back. We're back. What do I feel like this music would fit in perfectly if Anchorman was to film again? Ugh. I'm Ron Burgundy. The second one was so good. I don't know if they can do a third, though. Leather-bound books and I smell of rich, rich mahogany. Rich mahogany. There you go. We watched that recently. Good movie. It still lasts. It does it last. It still holds up. It does it hold does. up. Um, but let's get back to Anne. We were just talking about our big purple crown that weighed basically five pounds. Or let's get back to Ron. Me. Very important person. No. No, okay. We'll save Ron for another time. <laughs> well, public reaction to Anne wasn't superb. She was paraded around London in an elaborate procession when she was crowned, but it wasn't too extreme fanfare. She was then, though, sent off to the king's favorite residence in Greenwich, Greenwich Palace. Is it Greenwich or Green, Green, Greenwich? Greenwich. It's a palace that was a favorite of King Henry VIII's. And she became the perfect barefoot and pregnant wifey. Again, do you like my slang? I, I just, I, what? Who thought it was a good idea to parade around, letting everyone know that you are then in power? Yeah, uh, it sounds like a dumb idea. I don't know. It's like, like you're. I'm with the people. You can't touch me, and I have more money than you. Well, blah, if blah, blah. you're really good with a crossbow, you can. So my, my well, whole here's point the thing. is we like, do that today still. Remember when uh, Kate Middleton and or, and, and even Meghan Markle, of, when they all got married, they like were paraded around it's afterwards. Weird. I don't know why that's a thing. Like, they what? represent the royal family, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just, huh? yeah, but we have the internet now. You can just send out an email to everyone. Just a mass public. <laughs> just a mass memo. Yeah, just a mass memo. Like so they PSA. got married. It was cool. Yeah, here's the person that you have to protect tend to care about PSA. I mean, like I, I like now granted, I'm not going to speak for the English. I know that they, there's probably a lot of people over there that actually have a lot of reverence for the family and all that stuff. And I, I like it. I personally enjoy the fanfare. I do. I just, I don't understand why throughout history there's been like this whole, like, Oh, I'm ah, look at me parade. Like, I just, I feel like it's just kind of like unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's in every culture. I mean, we, yeah. we did it. We did it with presidents. They're royals. We still do it with presidents. I, Royals. Ah, it's weird. Just weird. We have our own brand of American royalty. Well, ours is sponsored by interest groups, but anyway. I was going to say ours are yeah. the Kardashians, but. Well, hey. no, they don't parade them around. <laughs> they parade themselves around. Yeah. God love you guys. Anyways, Anne was more uh, um, 
let's just say rich than ever. <laughs> she had more than 25 or excuse me, 250 personal servants to attend to her every whim and over 60 maids of honor to accompany her to every social event she God, went to. that is so terrible. Can you imagine the drama? It's terrible. No, I can't actually. I've never had, as as a guy, I can't. I can't imagine Listen, that. Listen, I don't know what that ladies, would be Ladies, like. I love my ladies, but when there's too many of us in a room, it's hell breaks it'd be loose. Annoying. It'd be annoying. Hell it'd be like, breaks it'd be, loose. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, like imagine 60 dudes in a room. It'd be like listening to a freaking frat party. It, it is like listening to a frat party. The inverse is just as annoying. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just can't imagine. Her and Henry were very extravagant people too. They often needed redesigns of their like their houses and palaces and stuff. They wore jewels and gowns constantly. Don't you love that taxpayer money going to someone's new dress? <laughs> Anne's personal motto was, quote, the most happy. That was her personal motto. Yes. Would she have t-shirts that she'd send out? Merch, actually. She'd merch? Yeah, yeah. send it like that. <laughs> I need to get one of those, like those Bumper for the stickers. soundboard. No, we need to get one of those, like those trumpet. Boo, 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 boo. Oh. <laughs> and I was happy. Oh my gosh. On September 7th, 1533, so she gave birth to a premature little girl that she named Elizabeth, later Queen Elizabeth I. But how could Wait, it that's be? the queen today, right? No, not the same one. She's not that old, you old bat. You're the bat here. You're so mean. Long oh, live the queen. She's great, but yeah, she's long. She's long, long lived. <laughs> oh long God. lived the queen. Not the same Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> this is Queen Elizabeth the first. But how could this be? How could this be? Uh, All she... the royal astrologists predicted that she was going to have a son, and we know that astrologists never lie. They're They've got the power accurate. of science in their hand, in their I arms. I know, I know. I mean, like the whole, uh, dude. If you're an Aries or Scorpio, like, you would never work. Yeah. I mean, like uh, obviously, like <laughs> this was dreadful news that this was a baby girl. They canceled the traditional jousting tournament <laughs> that was uh, supposed to be held when an heir to the crown was born. This was merely a baby girl. We couldn't, we can't celebrate that, dude. I can't believe that they even bothered to send announcements out. Oh, it's they so took, funny. They took the announcements oh, and they God. added an S to the end. That is so funny. Princess instead that, of that prince. That is so funny. Uh, oh, my God. Well, two S's, princes. Yeah. Um, it'd be princes if you put an S. But still, I, that's that's hilarious. The, the go through the HR guy, the, pl the the planner dude that was a part of that made all the invitations and he got all the invites ready were, and sent out. Here's the thing. They were like a hundred percent sure that this yep. was a boy. Yeah. Hundreds of people. And then, oops, I gotta send the, they the were cancellation sure. memo. They were sure this was a boy. Everyone <laughs> believed it was going to be a boy. And no. So dumb. So dumb. It is such a dumb, such a dumb, like, look, look, I, I love, I love history. And I love the fact that we are currently in the time period that we're in. We're in a good time period. Knock on wood. Compared so to this, but but I just yes. think it is so funny to watch throughout history the hilarious social quirks that have just been introduced for just reasons. Wow, oh, I can't celebrate baby princess. Can't do that. That's she's a curse. She's a curse. Like it's like it's. Well, the irony of all of this is that that same baby became Queen Elizabeth the first, one of the most notable English well, monarchs of history well, ever. Yeah, it's the, the way I the way I look at it is it's kind of like when people like freak out about things they don't need to freak out about. It's kind of like why. 
Like, what do you, what, like, oh, oh, you have a test on Monday and you studied for it, but you're nervous and you're freaking out. Why? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like, it's the same, it's the same thing with, it's just, it's the same thing with all this. It's like, guys, history laughs at you. I just think that's funny. I, like I, that is worth laughing about because it's such a stupid thing. It's like, okay, well, yeah, well, oh God, we got a got a baby girl that got canceled. All the parties, all the fanfare is no baby shower anymore. It just like, the baby's born and she just arrives to just a general like you know. All she's gonna be good. She for just arrives to that one day is to be some guy's baby vessel. That's all she was meant yeah, for. Yeah, it's only anyway. only the like key to all of human existence and yeah, yeah, darn. Well. Anyway, public opinion wasn't good. <laughs> wasn't good after after the massive failure of not producing a son. And Anne was already disliked, but now she was called the king's whore. <laughs> because it's all her damn fault. The most happy. The most happy king's whore. Because oh. everyone knows it's her responsibility oh to make sure an extra Y chromosome that she doesn't have is slapped on the end no, of her I, embryo. I look, dude, I, I I know your feathers are ruffled. I'm just saying, like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's like, like, ugh, I can't get over how dumb it is. And it's not because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's queen. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I, it's just, it's satirical to me that the entire, like, the entire country is, they're, they're, they're getting ready for a party because a boy's going to be bored. They give her this big old barty looking crown to wear on her head just because it's a gabby boy. She's, and then, she's like six months and, pregnant. And then she has the child, and everyone just goes, aww. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. I wonder if Elizabeth had daddy issues. Do you think so? So dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Well, oh. and. She Anne wasn't stupid, okay? She wasn't perfect, but she wasn't dumb either. And Henry's child with his first wife, young Mary, had been stripped of her princess title and labeled a bastard when her dad decided to annul the marriage to her mom. So Mary now posed a major threat to uh, Anne's daughter, Elizabeth. Henry sent Mary away then, letting Elizabeth be raised on her own away from her half-sister at Hatfield House. Anne seemed to love to see her daughter, but... Yeah, different times wasn't exactly. She had 250 slaves, basically servants, quote, to do everything for. Her. So, I'm. I, I mean, I don't like this. Obviously, I think. I think it's hilarious. Poor it's Elizabeth. It's very funny. It's very very funny. And the reason it's funny is because um, it's 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 all 100% optics. That's all it is. It's optics. It, yeah. it, it's they cared more and they still today about optics than they do about like actual things that matter. Like, like one, they didn't have the internet back then. So no one, they could have just pretended that Queen Elizabeth was a boy or the king could have, you know, had some cojones and actually, you know, cared about his He did publicly. have a son. He had a son. It just was a bastard son. He didn't have a son with one of his wives. And the way it works well, is yeah. you have to go sign a paper first and well, then you have an heir. Well, that's what happened is he, he picked the wrong, he should have married that person. Boom. That problem solved. Don't cheat on your significant other. I don't think Henry had any business marrying anybody, but. Well, I mean, I, I mean. Anne and Henry actually, regardless of this, they seemed to get along well for quite some time. He liked her spunk and wit, but here's the thing. Quite frankly, what is attractive in a mistress doesn't always translate to being attractive in a wife. What do you mean? 
I don't know. You know, she was, she liked, she liked her wine and, and dice and stuff, right? She had a sharp tongue. Well, when you're supposed to be an obedient wife to a queen or to a king. Both. I mean, depends on day and age. We're, we're talking about 1500s. Henry could have been a girl. Who knows? Well. Wouldn't that be a major twist? That would be quite the twist. Either way, she suffered uh, still, again, a stillbirth or a miscarriage at the end of 1534. And Henry was by this point now thinking about divorce. He was talking with other people about it. They seem to work it out a little bit longer than that. She was pregnant again by October of 1535. But now we're going to get into the beginning of Anne's downfall. Bro, she was 1533, 1534, 1535. She was just popping them out. That's pretty normal, I think. Well, I'm just saying that was that was moving fast. She wasn't. Well, she had a miscarriage <clears throat> in the middle of that. Now, here's the thing. January 8th, 1536. News comes to the ears of Henry and Anne. Catherine of Aragon is dead. The last dragon. Now, she likely died of heart cancer. But at the time, some suspected that she was slain. Henry by a and Anne actually poisoned her. But that was not the case. It's very unlikely. Option three. She was slain by a knight defending a giant castle and her treasure. Catherine was not a dragon. How do we know? We're pretty sure because that's a mythical creature that doesn't exist. Is it a mythical creature that doesn't exist? Well, Catherine also had a child, a human daughter. Did Catherine have a human daughter? She did. Did she? She did. Yeah. Pretty sure. Mary. I have no evidence of that in front of me, so I don't know. They were uh, very happy about Catherine's death. In fact, they wore yellow, a symbol of happiness in their country and sadness in Catherine's, and they threw parties about Catherine's death. Yeah, but if they're wearing yellow in their country and they're happy... They did that on purpose. But in To their, say, like, but, we're doing sorrow, but, it, but, but in we're Catherine, But in Catherine's country, it's a color of sorrow. I mean, technically technically they're doing the right thing no they were being ass what if they asses well yeah but from the optics of their own country mm. i know I, I i agree with you but i'm just saying like that's like no that's like it was pretty obvious it was pretty obvious they were celebrating the death of king henry's first wife so weird they made it clear it's a weird thing to celebrate um well here's the thing and again, saw opportunity here. After celebrating her mother's death with lots of rigor, Anne then tried to make peace with Mary. Mm. And Mary didn't want anything to do with her. And Anne realized without Mary's, I don't know, camaraderie, she had reason to be nervous again. I don't think. I'll give my opinion at the very end. See, with Catherine dead, <clears throat> Henry could marry again without the optics of ill illegality. But I thought that was a null. They thought he could anyway. Well, it's complicated. The rules don't make sense. This why? is not about Catherine or Henry. This is about Why Anne. don't the rules back then They make sense. They don't make sense. They they make sense in the in the optics of their ridiculousness, but I didn't do a whole deep dive on the religious reformation. I, I understand. And I'm just saying at that, that time, look, it's like the people like people are uh, products of their time same thing with rules i guess but like it makes no sense the marriage was annulled so if you're married to ann now you're married to ann 
Well, here's the thing. Did if they she, not have no fault divorce back well, then? Well, no. The, so what happened <laughs> in the very... No, they did not have no fault divorce. <laughs> I'm glad you picked that. That's kind of um, funny. <laughs> without, no fault divorce on behalf of Pope 14. <laughs> without going too deep into it, if he yeah. left Anne, he would have to go back to Catherine. That's how it worked. If he ever wanted to leave Anne, he'd have to go back to Catherine. And he didn't want to go back oh, to either Oh, so this is like a so whole... Because she died, okay. because she died... Well, you can't marry a dead person. So if he has exactly, well, so, that's why he's so happy. Wait, she was so dead. so if he's married to Catherine and Catherine's alive, and then he marries someone else, Anne, and then he marries someone else, he could just be like, ah, okay, I'm done with you. And then the f person that he married, like Anne, or the let's say he married Beth after Anne, right? This is all right, theoretical and rhetorical. Say he marries Beth. Anne is waiting in the wings for him, and then Catherine's waiting in the wings for him. But he if he do doesn't that. like Beth and leaves Beth and goes back to Anne by precedence, is she a free woman or is she still married to him? You get my uh, point? It makes no sense. Well, it doesn't matter. She's a woman. She's not important. No. I, oh. That's how you easily answer this question. Stop it. Stop being so sexist. I'm stop, just stop, saying stop, well, that's stop how they Stop being sexist. It's their fault. My whole point is just still, it just doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. But uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. I tried explaining to you. And then your explanation was not sufficient. Bottom line was that if Catherine was still around and then left Anne, he would have to go back to Catherine. Catherine by, died, by which means that he could leave Anne and not have to go back to Catherine. He could go to someone else. Doesn't annulment mean that it's just done? Isn't that annulment? That the marriage is null and void? <laughs> I'm just telling you that's how it was. I'm not no, here no, to I decide, know. Well, decipher. Look, I know you the, made the, the rules. Church, the Pope's you, rules. Uh, because you're Anne Boleyn, I know you made the rules. And I'm getting at the point of how dare you create a system that is so contradictory and confusing that it only discriminates against one party. I'm holding you accountable. Well, you can hold the Catholic Church accountable for doing that for women for many years. And that's my hot take. I've been to Vatican City and it was very beautiful. That's all I got to say. <laughs> anyway. That's what they say back. Anyways. Okay. So, Anne, she's very pregnant when this is all going Again. Down. Remember, she got pregnant in October of 1535. Baby number Catherine, three. Catherine died. Yeah. Yeah, baby yeah, three. Yeah. She, and she knew, Anne knew, this baby better be a boy she better have a son or she is she's screwed she she knows it she'll live a sad trumpet life if not so uh this was like at the forefront of her mind and you know she was told the first time around she's gonna have a boy eh, i think you're worried when you're having this round again and regardless of what people saying it doesn't matter anymore you know that it, they might be wrong right so she was she was pretty stressed out i think just a little bit uh of course, though, Henry be playing. Henry be, uh, be, be, what would it be? I don't know. He was just a douchebag. A douche. A douche. There we go. Yes. Uh, he started courting one of Anne's ladies in waiting. That's why you don't have 300 people, mm -hmm. all female, around your husband mm -hmm. at any given time when he's the king. Well, he started seeing Who Jane Seymour. made the rules? Who made the rules? The king. It was dumb rule. He made the rules that the queen gets 250 people 
and then 60 people he made those rules he gets like 60 other options why not this is how this is how royalty and monarchs have worked in almost every civilization it, there's always dumb. mistresses dumb oh well so henry he's courting jane over here jane seymour tarzan. and he actually gave jane a I, locket tarzan not the same jane not even close Was her last name seymour i'm pretty sure it was no no I'm 100% sure it's not the same name. No, I don't mm. think Jane had a last name. Jane's last name. <laughs> just just Jane because her name is Jane and Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> you might know Jane Seymour. Jane last name Tarzan. But. Phil Collins. No, you know that's a book before I'm, I'm, it was a movie from Disney, right? What happens if it is Jane Seymour? Uh, the internet's being slow, but what happens? What what happens if that it's not. But what if it is? What if I'm right? You're wrong. Ouch. It, just accept it. You're, you're being very opinionated. Jane didn't Ah, damn, Jane Porter. Yeah, Seymour Porter, it's close it enough. Uh, not even close. Anyway, before you rudely interrupted the, the courtship of Henry and Jane, Henry gave Jane na, 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 a locket. Na, 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 one family. Trust your heart. The lives. Sorry, I got it. Sorry, I said Phil Collins. Jane was a uh, locket. Playing with her locket, <laughs> like like literally like the locket. Yes, yeah. around her neck. Anne, she would like show it off, but without really showing it off. She was just being. No, she would she show was, it off. Don't know. don't read into it. Anne noticed, it of course, because she was showing. And it off. Anne should have known she was Jane once, right? No, she's smart. No, 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 she's smart. Look, when you're the other, I will woman, give you my opinion. There's about always Anne. another woman. I'll give you my opinion about Anne, but yes, she's very smart. Anyway, there's always another woman. That's all I gotta say. Uh, if you're the other woman, you should know better. Well, just to be clear, just so you know, Jane did later become the third wife of King Henry VIII. So it seems like they both had the same sights. Well, and then she went on an expedition trip and ran up on an island with her boat and met a scantily clad jungle band. No. And then that was Jane's future. Anne actually reportedly ripped the locket off of Jane's chest when she got super jealous one day. And I'm telling you, the drama must have been insane. But worse tragedy soon struck. Henry was in a horse riding accident and he was knocked unconscious for a long period of time. And some believe that this is the stressor that actually caused Anne to miscarry only a few days later. And rumors were that she also stumbled upon Henry and Jane in an embrace and that kicked it off. But in an embrace, they were hugging. I'm sure it was more than that. If that's what happened, regardless, regardless, Anne had a miscarriage and the doctors at the time then assumed that it was a male, a son. And this was seen as truly the beginning of the end for Anne Bolin because she miscarried the last chance she had. Isn't that sad and depressing that because she miscarried likely due to the stress of living with a psychopath. Anyway, yeah, terribly, terribly sad. Henry be wildin' though. He gets even worse. He gets even worse. You shake your head at me while I go on a Tarzan tangent, and then you come out saying Henry be the wildin'. Well, you see this podcast, this what? episode is about 
Tarzan is history. Yeah. This is a history podcast. Tarzan is fiction. History. Edgar Rice Burroughs. Historical. Henry was pissed. Okay. Miscarriage. All his wife's fault. And he also fell off a horse and probably pissed himself then too. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan. He began making claims of deceit, mm. saying Anne had cast spells on him. She probably did. And he quickly moved Jane Seymour into his bedroom, into his quarters. And he did this to quell all of Anne's magic powers over him. Well, that's how that works. Yes. Yeah, so you, you super, Jane also knew, <laughs> knew witchcraft as well. So in order to counter a different witch, you just bring in a different witch and they counter Henry each other. Henry was just super pathetic. Right. That's my hot take. Right. Uh, Anne dealt with this while recovering from a miscarriage, by the way. Uh, so that's, you know, I'm sure she was just taking bubble baths and chilling. No problem. Well, according to Henry, she was a demon lady. So, yeah. Uh, he also began to take the royal honors away from family members of hers. So he started like targeting her family who were nobles. And some scholars think that Anne's former ally, his name was Thomas Cromwell. He saw an opportunity and he sort of snowballed this in the very beginning we're not sure if that's true or not, but this is what some scholars think. That Thomas Cromwell, Anne Boleyn, they argued over the redistribution of church wealth and foreign policy while she was queen. Okay? And that's why America yeah, well, happened. She wanted to give the money to educational institutions, form stronger French alliances. Mm. Cromwell insisted that they fill the king's coffers instead that were quickly depleting. Mm. And he wanted a slice for himself too, because mm. why be in power if you can't get a little coin with it? Yeah. And she threatened his power. He knew he had to have an opportunity to get it back. So that's why some people think that he actually started these rumors. And regardless of whether he did or not, rumors did indeed start. And April of 1536, Mark Smeaton was the first. He was a musician in Anne's court and he was arrested after being accused of being her lover. And yes, this is hilarious considering Henry had a whole other chick Woman, yep. living in his bedroom mm -hmm. at the time, but yep. I digress. You think uh, you think people during the Revolutionary War in America who lived in England ever had the self-awareness to say, we did this to ourselves. We created America. Mm -hmm. And we shouldn't be mad. You think anyone ever had that moment? I'm sorry, I'm still attached to the king thing where they're like, oh, we're just going to take the church's money and give it to the king and all that jazz. Yeah. Money that was given by people who are peasants. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I just, I, history is a weird way of doing things. Anyway, yeah, uh, Anne Boleyn, yep, she uh, she was definitely uh, smeaten, smeaten with Mark. Well, no, likely not. Uh, he denied and denied and denied until confessing under torture. Well, that's how that goes. Uh so do with that what you will. But another man named Sir Henry Norris was then arrested for the same accusation, but because he was a noble, no torturing for him. Don't you love a class system? You know, we in America don't have one here, right? Of course we have a class system. I know, I'm joking. We I'm have joking. the classiest of class systems here where we throw poop at each other. <laughs> yes. He denied it all too. Um, so did actually several other men who were also arrested for the same thing. We got Sir Francis Wyatt, Sir Francis Weston's, Sir William Brereton, Brereton, Sir William Brereton. Yes, <laughs> Sir Richard Page. Oh, and the best person who was accused and arrested was her own brother, if you recall, George Bolin, arrested for incest and high treason with his own sister. Um, seems to be um 
more than likely that this was not the case and just done to uh, trample Anne's reputation. Yeah. We don't know. Whether Henry actually believed these or not, doesn't matter. I mean, who's making the accusations and who's doing the arresting? Is it Henry who's telling people to go and do this? Yeah, rumors, rumors. Rumors from it's who? It's who actually started them, right? Well, that's I mean, why some well, people think it was Thomas Cromwell, but... Well, that's the funny thing about this is I, it's it's struggle. And look, I, I agree with you. I think Henry is... He's not the sharpest tool in the box. Um, but I do think that it's interesting that people never think to question where the accusations come from back then. It was well, just like someone could literally throw a, a, a they could throw a piece of a coin in a, po a pool, like throw a coin in a pond and no one's going to ever ask where the waves like how the waves originated. They're just going to be like, oh, there's waves. Well, like, yeah, you know, no, I know. It, it sucks that we don't know. We don't know for sure. A lot of people think it was a conspiracy. You know, there was multiple people who were after after destroying her and, and doing whatever for the king but you have to wonder like i think the nicest thing i can say about king henry the eighth is that he's an absolute idiot mm. um and you can go as far as pure evil depending on did he really believe these things about his well wife? he has a long lineage that still exists today and we all know that it's not it's the lineage thing i don't want to i don't know the exact it's long lineage is regardless evolution favors the the henry's of the world his first name was Henry. Yeah, Henry's. Oh gosh. There's multiple. There are more than we went. We went over this. There's more than one. There's only Henry. eight that's ever lived. No, at this time there was only one Henry. I'm joking. I know there's. There's more than one Henry. Yes. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Just saying. Evolution favors the Henrys. That's all I'm saying. May second of fifteen thirty-six. <laughs> if you're Henry, dude, you, you got a good. You're you're ahead of the game. May second of fifteen thirty-six, <laughs> Anne was arrested on charge of adultery, incest, and high treason. Taken to the Tower of London, and uh, yeah, it didn't go much longer after that. Uh, she was arrested for the same things as her brother. She wrote a letter to her estranged husband, King Henry VIII dated May 6th, 1536. It is very long, so I'm not going to read yeah, it. Yeah, we don't want to put you guys to sleep. Um, here's the thing. I do recommend looking it up, actually, because it is terribly sad. She basically pleaded with him in every way imaginable to not do what she knew was coming. She even signed it, your most loyal and ever faithful wife, Anne Bullen. She was then tried on May 15th in front of a jury of 27 peers, including, um, if you remember, her original betrothed, who uh, it got broken off with because his dad didn't agree of it, didn't agree with their uh, betrothal back when she was basically a handmaiden in court. He was in her jury, and they found her unanimously guilty of all three charges. And on May 17th, her marriage to Henry was declared null and void. Yeah, but it wasn't really null and void. And we've gone over that. Null and void means nothing. I mean, if he, they had all stayed alive, Henry would have just had like multiple wives that he could have just been like, oh, oh, well, I'm tired of you for this week. I'm going to go back to my other wife who is better than you. I don't see why he even cared. Reason. He had, well, I do know. Okay, so he had all these mistresses, but he needed a he needed someone to be married to who's going to have a boy so it would be a legitimate heir to the throne. Well, what I think is even funnier, and I still think this is wildly, uh, hilariously ironic in the stupidest of ways, um, it's not like he wasn't guilty of all those things. I don't know about incest, but... I mean... Maybe. I'm not going to put it past him. 
what do you think the wealth, what do you think royal families are? You, they, they're, they're marrying their family members, which is incest. I don't, well, she, Anne Boleyn wasn't his family member. Neither was Catherine of Aragon. Well, I mean, like cousins and stuff like that. Like all that is theoretically under that category. Still, I, guess, I just find it to be ironic. Oh, well, either way, yes. I'm sure he uh, he was not a man of great virtue and morality. No, <laughs> he wasn't at all. Because he, was was cur- he was cursed by a dragon. That's why. Oh. I, all ties together. Uh, yes, all ties together, baby. All she, she was condemned to death. Which, mm. wonderful at the time. You know, women then were usually burned to death, burned at stake. Um, men could be hanged, drawn and quartered, all the good stuff. You know, it's all fun. Yeah, I would say drawn and quartered is probably worse than burning. Burning? Mm, burning's you pretty bad. drawn and quartered is? Yes, I do know. Burning and drawn and quartered are both I would terrible. say drawn and quartered is probably the worst. You're eventually going to pass out from the burning from the heat. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty painful. Still, it's still painful, but it's it's I would say like drawn and quartered, definitely. Yeah. You're aware. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll stay away from that, but yeah, yeah. Anne's fun. brother, George, no and four of the accused men who went to trial, they were executed on the seventeenth. Man, they've got a really good they've got They're a really quick. good well, they've got a really, really good um like 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 rate of success. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. guilt rates were fantastic. The roof, like, they the, the lawyers wrong. then were just like oh, they were making bank. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the defense lawyers like pfft. I don't think they had lawyers. They didn't have defenses. I mean, the defense lawyers, the prosecutors were all yeah. It was, it was wild. Anne seemed mentally checked out, according to the constable of the tower at the time. Originally, she was sentenced to burn at stake, but instead sentenced to be beheaded by request of King Henry VIII himself. Mm. Thanks, buddy. That's really nice of you. Some think I mean, that it was at mer- it was a mercy, kind of, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, could have just not killed those people. He still by a uh, literally what happened, just communicated his wife to get her head lopped off yeah. in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, which I'm gonna argue uh, makes him pretty evil. I don't think. No, yeah, it's not can, a nice person. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, it's said kind of a waste of resources. Like what? Was he trying to single-handedly keep the executioner industry? Dude, she industry? was young. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I'm like, she could have had a boy. Well, it's not even about that. Well, it's not. I don't even think it's really about that. It's just like a waste. Like, it, like this is one thing I've noticed in history is that resources were really poorly allocated in a law for things that just didn't matter. I mean, like if someone commits a crime and there's like evidence, like you killed someone or does something like that, and capital punishment was the resort. I think that makes sense. But stuff like this, like treason, like what treason against what? Uh, they, 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 he said he didn't like you. That's treason. Uh, tre- like adultery, adultery against what king? Well, I mean, she, you're- she was also accused of with all these men that she was accused of sleeping with outside of her marriage. Yeah, but like, people, he- like Henry did every night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, it's like no, but she was no, no. What I was gonna say was she was accused of conspiring to kill the king with all of them. That's the high treason. Yeah, but okay, sure, okay. So then there's that problem. But by what evidence? Like again, the, like, the made up evidence. Exactly. So that's my whole point. Is you'd think that these individuals at that time, and maybe this is. Uh, probably just because of educational standards were just like in the dumpster then. Um, but you'd think the individuals in power seats would be like, well, if I'm doing all of this at behest of the king, eventually he's going to screw me over because I'm a part of the problem and I've dabbled in the badness that is what the king is currently engaging in. That's why That's why right now, when it comes to, at least from my understanding of, of like governments and how we do things, there are very few, if like any, that operate sorely, sure, like from that type of like, family familial type thing like there's a hybrid of different things now because that just doesn't make a whole ton of sense it's it's like okay cool so you're gonna tell everyone what to do 
by virtue of telling everyone what to do because well, someone that's what told the you. Royal family is in England. Yeah, but they're not there. They, they they're over. They're, it's just a symbol. Like they they don't have. Well, very I know, much but they they got a lot of money. Yeah, but it doesn't make them a lot of fame. Yeah, but it doesn't make them immune in a lot of ways. It does in some ways, but it doesn't make them totally and entirely immune. Like you know, Henry's engagement would be because you'd look at Henry if he was alive today and all the stuff he was doing was found out, they would put him to death. At least I would think. Well, if you're the power, you're like the one symbol of the the decision maker and everything. Yeah, well, and French Revolution happens, and yeah, well, that's not what happened here. Anne is said to be the author of the poem Oh Death Rock Me to Sleep that she wrote while waiting for execution. Here it, it's pretty long, but I did an excerpt just the beginning part. Oh death rock me asleep. Bring me the quiet rest. Let pass my weary guiltless ghost out of my careful breast. Toll on the passing bell. Ring out the doleful knell. Let thy sound my death tell. Death doth draw nigh. There is no remedy. Nice. Poor Anne. It's suspected that she was actually excited to die. That it would ease her suffering because yeah. this was a, a rough time. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to continue living with all that nonsense. Oh yeah. That's I mean, so bad. basically you've got you live in a, a world where one individual is hell bent on destroying your image and everything he says is taken as truth. Mm-hmm. On Friday, uh the morning of May 19th, 1536, Anne walked out of the north side of the White Tower at the Tower of London, climbed onto the scaffold erected there. Um, This area is now actually called the Waterloo Barracks, and she was wearing a dark gray gown, a red petticoat. It's said that she walked there with two handmaidens. She put on a very brave face. In fact, some said she actually looked happy while she walked out there. She gave a speech to the crowd and stood there. And they witnessed her death. And this was the speech that she said. Um, I thought it was worth saying because it's interesting. These were her final final uh, notes to the populace. Good Christian people, I am come hither to die, for according to the law and by the law I am judged to die. And therefore I will speak nothing against it. I am come hither to accuse no man, nor to speak anything of that, whereof I am accused and condemned to die, But I pray God save the king and send him long to reign over you. For a gentler nor a more merciful prince was there never. And to me he was an ever good, a gentle and sovereign lord. And if any person will meddle of my cause, I require them to judge the best. And thus I take my leave of the world and of all of you. And I heartily desire that you pray for me. O Lord, have mercy on me. To God I condemn my soul. Commend. Commend. Not condemn. I can't speak English. Thank God, I uh, I'm not giving my death speech and I say the wrong. To God, I condemn <laughs> myself. <laughs> I am condemned. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I think I'm back. Ah! Right, I was not meant that. Wait a second, that's not what I meant. It said that she actually brought the crowd to tears, or at least Aww. most of the people. Um, and it said she didn't criticize that buffoon of a husband of hers because. You know, she had a daughter with him. Of course she did. Everything she said in that was meant as a criticism. God save his soul, yeah. meaning that he needs his soul to be saved. I mean, people think Is of that. Is that what that means? Yeah, it's very complex, uh, very long lineage of meaning. Um, but yeah, I, it's 100% that was meant to be backhanded. I mean, it's uh, merciful. I mean, if you're if you're the king and you're reading this and you have any conscience at all, you read that and you say, oh, I'm a piece of crap. Yeah, well, I don't know if he cared too much. Not uh, sure. You'd be, you wouldn't, you'd be, you wouldn't be, maybe. You'd be surprised. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Only he, way you can tell is if you ever read his his memoirs. Unfortunately, I haven't. 
Because he couldn't write. <laughs> well, okay. Now we got a sad part. Anne was blindfolded. She knelt down and she was beheaded with a single stroke. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. So good it was a single stroke. I mean, seems like it went quick. Actually, were... usually like there was like a standard axe and Henry actually sent someone who was like the best swordsman to do executions to kill her, which again, in some backhanded twisted way, some saw as like a merciful thing. Uh, I would say in a backhanded twist away, it is a merciful thing. I mean, there, there he didn't want to burn at stake and he wanted the person not to miss. There are plenty of instances where someone has missed and it, uh, how like was how? not clean. Okay. In the best possible situation of this terrible, terrible thing. What you think Henry was sitting there feeling bad? Uh, probably. I mean, Henry, uh, Henry seems, I would love to, I mean, if there's anything on him, I'd love to read it about, but there's probably, you probably was. You think on, he, do you think he really believed that she was like sleeping with her brother? No, he was probably on the spectrum of some sort. Like he's probably a psychopath or sociopath. Um, I mean, you, you have to look at it from a historical perspective. A lot of people who came to prow power and fruition came to power and fruition because they were extremely ambitious. Uh, I mean, uh, and unfortunately that those two predominant archetypes are uh, are tied to that. Not to suggest that people who are on that spectrum uh, naturally are bad. They're not. It's just it's there tends to be a, a common theme. Uh, and his act, his if he was behind all this, that would definitely put him on some level of uh, psychopathy or sociopathy. Well, and I'm not diagnosing him. I'm just saying that that's what I would assume. Anne Boleyn was buried in an unmarked grave at the chapel in the Tower of London, and she was later found and identified in 1876 renovations. Her grave is now identified in the chapel's marble floor. Yeah, so she won today. Yeah, she won. Well. His grave is at the, the St. Paul's, not St. Paul's Cathedral, at the, uh, what's the name of the Queen's favorite house? What's the name? We've been there. What's the name? Windsor. Windsor. At the chapel there. St. George's Cathedral. Cathedral. Oh, St. Peter's. No, no, no. St. George. St. Peter's is in London. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's marked on the floor there, too. But well, he anyway. Legacy. Well, I mean, she's she uh, she had a really tragic death, but Anne is now recognized as a martyr, again, a heroine of the English Reformation. Her daughter, Elizabeth I, went to great lengths to protect her image um, of her mother, and many call her now the most influential and important queen concert, in concert, geez, consort England ever saw. And that was Anne Boleyn. She was a noble birth. She uh, was not quite a mistress. She definitely flirted with the idea of being a mistress was later. Um, I think questionable if she really, really loved Henry or if she kind of was just playing the situation to the best Stockholm of her ability. Syndrome. And uh, yeah, tragically because she, uh, she gave him the, the most notable queen of England ever. She got killed for it. And that's what happened to Anne Boleyn your thoughts i don't like anyone no, i don't okay. like any of them I, I i think henry uh i think you're correct in your uh, analysis of henry he i would i'd love to read something about him because i could be wrong but he strikes me as someone who is um uh he, he just he, he just strikes me as someone who is probably he's uh, a very interesting figure who would be a, a cool yeah. podcast to do on because he's a lot and he's known for having um i think he has five wives yeah kind of a jerk Strikes me as a jerk. Um, yeah. And Boleyn, uh, I think that it takes a very in certain type of person to um, 
And granted, he was the king. You can't really tell the king. No. No. At the same time, she could have just contacted George Washington. She could have contacted George Washington. She could have called him on her cell phone. And she could have said, Georgie, George, original chat. We need you to come. I need you to come and save me from this crazy person. She could have gone to the future and been a a heroine of the British or, or the American Revolution. Yeah, or she American Revolutionary she, War. Or she could have gone to the future here and She was into falconry and archery. Yeah, she could she have been on the battlefield or fighting redcoats. Yeah. Saying you guys are spawns of King Henry the Eighth. Exactly. That I mean, doofus. That that was on her. Like honestly, that was on her. I'm like, so sorry. Just a she poor, didn't know to call Bill and Ted. She should have get, known. Get, no, no, George Washington. Bill and Ted is totally fictional. Um oh, George Washington. George she Washington could have reached out to Georgie. Um also Abraham Lincoln, who's a vampire hunter. And he could they could have gotten together and had some incredible adventures uh, without Henry knowing. Um, She could have gone back in time, strangled Henry in his sleep. I mean, I would have been down for that. Better story. That's weird. That's weird that you'd be down for that. It's still tragic. If he's in his sleep, he's an innocent baby. He's innocent. Henry was defenseless. He hasn't won any points in my book. That's all I got to say. Well, yeah. Well, that was an interesting one. Uh, not the worst historical character that we've covered. Uh, not I, your favorite, huh? Not my favorite. Um, I would say the worst one that we covered uh, was probably... Uh, who? I want your least favorite. Tell me. God, who did we? Who have we talked about? We're going to have to encourage people to go listen to that one so they can tell you if you're wrong. On, honestly, I, I didn't like Alexander the Great. Yeah, well, I think, kind of a, I think he didn't like bag. that one because he he disappointed you. I think you were he wasn't expecting that something great. different. Exactly. He wasn't that great. He was. Well, no, no, no. Here's this is the whole point of our podcast. You got to do a deep dive. Well, look, I, I, I like I've said before, I, they are these people are like people of their time. Like I'm not mm-hmm. judging them based on the merits of their. And of, you know what? Each of them had very amazing things they did and things yeah. that or, or like things that they're notable for. Yeah. And each of them were also people who did very stupid, sometimes yeah. evil things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's probably why I didn't like Alexander the Great. Guy was kind of a, a killing machine. Yeah, he basically um, wiped out. He just killed everybody. A lot he of just people couldn't stop killing. And mm-hmm. honestly, I, I feel a little bit of pity. I mean, that was his vice—just murder. Um, Most of the people that we've talked about are actual murderers. All of the people we've talked about, all every single one of them, except mm-hmm. Nick. Well, no, Nikola Tesla probably was responsible for a lot of pigeon deaths. So, um, well, I, no, he was saving pigeons. If you remember, as far as you know, uh, what happens? Judy if one, Garland. She didn't murder anybody. <laughs> you look suspicious. We're not sure. We don't know. There's no evidence. So we don't know. It's probably destroyed. Um, George Washington, you just speculate. I just speculate. Abraham Lincoln, he didn't even see combat. No, a vampire killer. He killed vampires. He was also responsible. Rasputin was never uh, found responsible for killing anyone. That boy. (laughs) You're like, wait a second. No, 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 no. You're like, I know for a fact Rasputin was a murderer. He killed people and he killed in more, he slayed in more ways than one. That we can say. So my my hope, I, I think he Alexander, killed it with the ladies. Well, that was what I was getting at. Um, um, yeah, that was I a joke. See. Um, I see. Um, but uh, yeah, Alexander the Great was not my favorite. Um, but yeah, Anne Boleyn's kind of like a out of ten. She's like, and one being the best, ten being the worst. She's like a. Uh, I like her better. Uh, she's like a. She's like a six. Okay. It's like six out of ten. Tragic life. That's all. Yeah. I mean, she's a queen. I'm really tragic. She was a queen. She She's had, a queen for three years until she got her head lopped off. She had 310 servants. Yeah, a lot. It's not really tragic. Tragic is like, you know, you're Mozart and you make music and you're poor and you die alone. That's tragic. 
Maybe we should do Mozart. Maybe that's our next one. I thought you wanted to do what's his face. Who? Uh, Montezuma. Oh, I do. Oh, shoot. I got to make a list. Both of them start with an M. Uh, next episode, guys, we are going to the other side of the world and we are doing Montezuma the second. Get ready. Yeah, get ready. Uh, hopefully it's better than uh, Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in to the 10th episode of History of the Box. If you like what you hear, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we eventually... Eventually, we're going to have videos out. Uh, we should be getting that up soon. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey there, Cam here, and I just want to thank you for spending some time with Jen and I today. If you like the episode and what we're creating for you here at History Out of the Box, please give us a follow on Instagram and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Music. This helps our podcast grow and allows our team to continue doing what we love. We appreciate your support and we can't wait for you to hear the next episode.